Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, it's uh, Wednesday here in Pittsburgh. Uh, Apparently we had some technical difficulties getting uh, Monday shows posted. I know we did have... uh, uh, an issue on our end with uh, some recording is- issues, uh, so we only got two uh, two episodes. So if you finally do get that downloaded um, and looking for the third segment, well, it's not there. So don't go looking for it. <laughs> but <laughs> well, uh, Matt, uh, a lot's changed in the league since then, so it still holds up quite well. Yeah, absolutely, uh, especially for what we talked about that day, uh, yeah. Matt. The uh, the Steelers uh, doing. Um, uh, making a few moves here over the last couple of days. They finally announced some of the signings. We've talked about those, uh, but they also hired a, an offensive assistant, uh, Glenn Thomas. Um, I see people questioning what, what Glenn Thomas's role will be on the staff. He's the offensive assistant. Mm-hmm. His role will be a little bit of everything. Yeah. Okay. In terms of hey, hey Glenn, can you break down this tape? can you gather this, you know, this stuff, can you do whatever, uh, you know, we need a, that's what offensive assistants do. He's not the offensive coordinator and waiting or anything like that. He's the offensive assistant. He's there to assist the offensive coaches. Yes. And uh, I don't know, you know, the higher better than I do, but is he a quality control coach or just an offensive assistant a little bit vaguer, you know? Offensive assistants a little bit. I mean, he's a 45 year old guy. He's not the quality yeah, control yeah, guy. Right, I mean, right, he's, right. He's, you know, he's been a, a quarterback's coach before in the NFL. He was Matt Ryan's quarterback coach in, in Atlanta for six years, you know, for I think for three years. He was the, he was the offensive assistant there in Atlanta and then a quarterback's coach for three years. So, yes, he'll have some input on things that they do, but he's not going to necessarily be a position coach or, you know, he may be the guy. A, uh, you know, they, the, the wide receivers coach needs some help today. Can you go over there and help him out? Oh yeah, or special projects, or we want our goal line defense and your offense needs a lot of work, or our third down packages are a problem, or we're not communicating our protections well enough, or hey, why don't you study Kenny's footwork? You know, I mean, just right. things like that. Like, so I, I hesitated to say quality control because that's an entry level NFL coach, and I know he's been around much more than that, but he sounds like to me like he's somewhere between a. Senior assistant, you know, somebody that's like 
been a former head coach that's 60 some years old and a quality control coach. I mean, it's a little bit of a vague title, but he's going to help out in numerous ways. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, he's been an offensive coordinator before, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it was at the college level. Uh, right. You know, he's been a quarterback's coach before, but he hasn't been one in, in the NFL in, you know, 10 years. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a, an, you know, an opportunity for them. Uh, you know, he's coming from Arizona State's uh, staff, which I believe it, that was uh, Herm Edwards' staff, correct? I think so, yeah. I'm yes. almost certain. So, I mean, you know, I'm sure Tomlin called up Herm Edwards or vice versa, and, and, and you know, Herm told Tomlin that, uh, hey, this is a guy that you might want to add to your staff. He's, he's you know, should be, in, you know, he should be working somewhere next year. And so you, you had the opportunity to hire one, so you did. Yeah, and it's different than the Flores hire from a year ago in that he was an NFL head coach and we knew everything surrounding that situation. But this time of year, just like free agency, somebody that can help your organization is out there. You have a little bit of time to think it over. You know, the, the, the free agent frenzy is not in the midst right now. There's not a lot of news in the league because people are starting to retreat to their war rooms. It's a great time for it. You know, bring him in and maybe he watches, you know, maybe his first project is, Watch all the day three quarterbacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, what right. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, Matt, we've updated this list a few times here. Matt Miller put out his latest uh, every prospect with a first round grade plus comps mm-hmm. article. He's up to 20 guys now. Yeah, I noticed first round grades up. on. It's, it's continued to grow. I think this is like his fourth go round at this. I think the first time it was like 17. Then he maybe knocked it back to 16 or 15. Then the third time he did it, there were like 18 guys on the list, and now he's at 20. Okay. Let's go through it. I don't know that I see 20 surefire, you know, first rounders in this class. I, I don't know if I do either, but we'll go through them and see if we, you know, if we agree. Yeah. Uh at quarterback, he has four guys: Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis. Will Levis is his 20th guy. Now that okay. I agree with. I, I I don't think Levis is the surefire prospect that some people seem to think. I 100% agree. And so I've been lumping this quarterback class at the top as Stroud and Young together, and I'm pretty sure they're going to go one and two, two and one, whatever. Yeah. And then Richardson and Levis together because there's a lot of variables, variables about them, a lot of hit or miss, obvious physical traits for the two of them. And then Hooker is the clear five. I look at it a lot differently. I actually, now, at, at this point, have Hooker ahead of Levis. And I can understand that. That's kind of where I was going with this, too, is I see those top two that I haven't changed my opinion on. They're going to go one and two. They look like good prospects, blah, blah, blah. I'm growing fonder and fonder of Richardson and less and less fond of Levis. Like, to me, they're not in the same tier at all anymore. And Levis versus Hooker is now very much a conversation. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um you know, if if Hooker were completely healthy right now, I think it'd be a clear cut that he's better than Levis. Yes. However, had a really good conversation today about Levis and Hooker to a lesser degree. Uh, um, Peacock and Williamson today, and we were talking about teams like Minnesota, Tampa, maybe even the Packers. Like, if I'm the Vikes, I might really be interested in Levis if I like him. If they like him more than you and I do. And that might work to the Steelers' advantage to move from like 17 to 20 or something like that. You know, I, I could see someone calling them at 17 for a quarterback, potentially. Yeah, I, th- I think my last mock draft, I did have Levis available when the Steelers picked at 17. And that that's certainly something that 
you know, could Tampa make a trade up? Could one of these right. other teams at the bottom of the you know the round make a trade up? And you're starting to see some mock drafts out there now that have Hooker coming into the, the end of the first round. Absolutely, which I understand. The overage thing with Hooker doesn't really worry me because I mean it didn't worry me with it's Pickett. Just, yeah, it's the same conversation we had last year with Pickett. Right. If he's your, if he's yeah. your starting quarterback for ten years, I don't care what you know. If he came into the league when he's twenty twenty two or if he's twenty five, right, right, right. I mean, because that position doesn't have a short shelf. Yeah, life. It's, it's not like he's an offensive, you know, a cornerback who's going to you know, mm-hmm. you know, just fall off the cliff in terms of his physical, you know, physical traits. But what is different to me about Hooker and Pickett's situation? Hooker's not going to be ready for the camp. I mean, he's coming in injured as well. And Kenny's offense was far, far further along than the one yeah. Hooker Tennessee. I mean, he's going to have a larger learning curve than 90% of the quarterbacks. And he's injured and he's older. I mean, it's just a couple things he has to overcome that most don't. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, running back, there's one, Bajon Robinson. That's his third overall I'm, prospect. He's the definition of a first-round pick. I mean, you know. Yeah. At wide receiver, he's got two. Jackson Smith and Jigba, who's his number five prospect, and Jordan Addison, who's at 19. I've soured on Addison a little bit. He's now my fourth receiver. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't get – 173 pounds is – troublesome yeah. to me especially uh, you know i i get it. he's gonna play in the slot um yeah. but he's Not just a slot yeah doesn't break tackles I, I think he's an nfl wide receiver too which there's nothing wrong with that and you use a mid first round pick on that i get it i prefer i prefer flowers and johnston though yeah uh at tight end he has one michael mayer at 18 okay i find it interesting to pick just one from that group though yeah it's tough I mean, I, I think Mayer's the most complete guy, right? And you know, so if that's how you're looking at it, maybe you look, maybe you look at it that way because it is such a deep tight end draft mm-hmm. that okay, there's only one of these guys. The rest of these guys, and it's it's not a premium position as well. True, true. Like running back, yeah. Uh, I don't so know. Maybe, I, maybe I know that's how he's looking at it. I know DJ has Kincaid in his top ten prospects overall. Yeah, and we'll get like, to that in the next segment here. So, <laughs> yeah, like I'm not sure the Steelers would have Kincaid first. They might prefer Mayer or Washington or whoever. Yeah, but Kincaid to me is the most unique of the group, and my hunch is the best chance to be a first round pick. Yeah, uh, an offensive tackle, three guys: Peter Skaronski at nine, Broderick Jones at twelve, and Paris Johnson at thirteen. I agree with all those. Yeah. Whether you call Karanti attack or not, it's up to you. You know. Yeah. The the other you know people mocking. Uh, we've seen a bunch of different offensive tackles mocked to the Steelers, and and mm-hmm. uh, we can we can argue that all day long. In fact, I I saw ESPN put out a, a the top five needs for every team in this year's draft. They had offensive line. I think offensive tackle was like number one for the Steelers. I, I'm sorry, I just don't see it. I think it's kind of a shortcut. In fact, they they went so far as to say right tackle. Wow. I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. Here's the thing, folks. I've spoken to Chooks Okorafor about this. I did a big feature on Chooks Okorafor just last season. He's a right tackle. That's easy. People, can he play left tackle? Yes. Does he want to play left tackle? No. He's much more comfortable on the right side. That's where he played in college. 
See, that's a good enough good enough reason not to move him there. You know, I mean, that in itself is good enough reason to say you don't need a right tackle. You have and a good he one settled there. in. He settled in on the right side. Like that's he's been a say. right tackle. He's been the Steelers' starting right tackle the last what four years, three years. And now, you know, with the additions last year, I think you have great continuity from right tackle, right guard, center. Like I don't want to mess with that part of the line. You know, yeah. if like I was going to mention right from Tennessee. I think is almost a guaranteed first rounder, you know, back to the article we're talking about, but if he can't play the left, you know, he has no willingness or doesn't feel comfortable there. He's not for me, you know, for the Steelers. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. And, you know, I want somebody who's, who's left tackle capable as well mm-hmm. as being able to possibly play right tackle. And I'm, I'm also willing to, to, you know, we've talked about this, the idea that you're putting a veteran guard next to Dan Moore will help settle things down for him. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think his life gets easier with your signings without doubt. Yeah. So, uh, interior offensive line, uh, none. Fine. Depends on how you see Skaronsky as well. Sure. Sure. Edge rushers five. Will Anderson at number one, Tyree Wilson at number eight, Lucas Van Ness at number 11, Nolan Smith at number 14, although I don't see Nolan Smith necessarily as a, a pure edge rusher. And then Miles Murphy at 17. Yeah, I don't have – I think all those guys, call them whatever you want, are all basically surefire first-round type guys. And I'm we've also, had that conversation where Nolan Smith is a little bit of a Lawrence Timmons there. Better 100%. pass rusher than Lawrence Timmons was in college. Mm-hmm. But you, I think you could put take him and put him off the ball, and he would be just you know there might be a little bit of a learning curve there. Oh sure, he, he has the athleticism to do that though, and the smarts and all those things, yeah. the body type and you know the movement skills, no doubt. But none of these guys are Parsons, of course. Right. I think offenses like when Parsons is off the ball as opposed to coming off. Well, the edge. I mean, Will Anderson could be Parsons. I'm, I'm talking about. Uh, I was actually going to bring up true the off ball guys, too. yeah. Yeah, the are you an edge guy? Or are you an off the ball guy? I mean, none of them are the talent or the you know they're not. Uh, Parsons is a special player. Maybe Smith can become a special player. He certainly certainly could. But I do think rushing the passer is more valuable than playing off the ball linebacker, especially if you're better at that than playing off the ball. I love that he's capable, probably of both. And I listed him as a linebacker on my rankings too. Yeah, uh, defensive tackle just one, Jalen Carter who is now his number six overall prospect. See, that to me is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not finding five players in this draft who I think are better than Jalen Carter. Right. <laughs> he would be one for me. Yeah. Um, mean, you know, just watching the tape. <laughs> I don't I don't care what he did off the field. Uh, I don't care that he showed up nine pounds heavier at, at his uh, pro day than he did at the, at the Combine. That's one right. That's one meal for Jalen Carter. He's a 300-pound man. Right. It's nothing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how you rank him six because, folks, believe it or not, these 20 guys, not all of them are squeaky clean choir boys off the field either. Without a doubt, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like they all have some concerns, some issues, they're human beings, you know. So to only single him out and have him that low on a list like this, I would have him one. Uh, linebacker, oh. none. Agreed. At cornerback, 
Devin Witherspoon, Christian Witherspoon, seven, Gonzalez, 10, uh, Joey Porter Jr., 15. Okay. Uh, I I think the top two stand alone. I think Witherspoon's tape's better than Gonzalez, but Gonzalez has a better body, athleticism, traits. Size. Yeah, right. Everything, um, yeah. Porter and Banks, to me, though, are a real tough decision as to who's number three. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I... They both have they both have length. They you know they're obviously Banks is faster. Uh, the yeah. ball production is similar mm-hmm. in terms of interceptions and things of that nature. So I, I get that. Uh, and then no safeties. Hmm. Okay. So notable exceptions here: Branch, Brisset. You know, a lot of guys we talk about. Yeah. But it seems to be differing opinions. You know, are they? If the if the article is surefire first rounders any year. I guess I would leave them off too, but I would probably leave five to ten others that are on here off too. Yeah, I'd, uh, Levis wouldn't be on my list at all uh, for the you know right. Like is Addison a first round pick the year Devontae Smith and Waddle and see a first round pick last year? Right, right, right. Exactly. You know with those he, guys, he's not ahead of London Wilson Alave. I mean, does he go ahead of Pickens? You know. Yeah. So uh, that's the uh, that is the long and short of it, Matt. Uh, but uh, that was the uh, Matt Miller list of 20 picks or 20 guys uh, that he believes are first-round picks this year. Um, we'll see. I, I would I would imagine all those guys get taken in the first round. I think so, too. I mean, I'd have to come up with uh, who's the least likely to go in the first round of those guys. Maybe Levis. I, I don't know. But for better or worse, whether the Steelers agree that there's 20 or the league agrees there's 20, some of them are going to be available when the Steelers are on the clock. Whether they value them that way, maybe somebody else does. And believe I can't believe Addison's out there. He's clearly our number two receiver. Uh, Smith and Jigba's gone. I want to move up three spots to get him. You know. Yeah. Right. Hey, you can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. Just say Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.